welcome everyone to Tarot Crazy. I'm Dorothy, you're with the Double D team and you're also with my co-host Dorita. How are you Dorita? I'm good, how are you? Fantastic. Channeling Lenormand again and we're looking at card number six, The Cloud. Do you want to tell us a little bit about this card? The most fascinating or scrying kind of card. It's just, this card actually means a lot, even though some people kind of know it and don't know it. Sometimes you always have people looking at the clouds and seeing what shape and what they are. So not only how the, how she kind of described them when the bright cloud space or, or come into your, into your, into your uh, reading and what they mean and how they are facing with, what are they coming with and all that. So it's kind of dark clouds in turn come towards the key. So you talk about uh, in this book, so if there is a key coming towards and which way it's kind of facing and stuff like that. So sometimes clouds are for are foretelling something hidden, something, you know, sometimes could be what's behind the clouds. Sometimes even you're above the clouds, you cannot see down or under. Even if you are, and we, when we are down, we can see past them. So it's like, it, it's quite interesting. It's something that is not being shown to us, like what's in the near future. It depends where clouds are and what clouds come with. And that, and that reflects uh, just general conversations, right? When we talk about cloud with a silver lining, that implies that that something may good may come out of something, but you have to get through the difficult time first, or you have to look for the positivity, even if you're not really clear about what's going on. And this card hosts the King of Clubs, which of course can be a kind-hearted person, maybe even a fire sign. Uh, a generous person, a, a hospitable person. The thing is, they might be the type of person that would give anonymously or they're not looking for thanks, and that's where the generosity comes yeah. in, you know, that their kindnesses are sort of more behind the scenes. And they allow a person to be general, generous or be kind, but not doing so for the reward that might be on offer. You know, they're not going to video themselves giving yeah. somebody... Twenty dollars, you know, to get notoriety right. for that. Um, they would they do that. Doing it for the ego, they're doing it from the heart. And it's exactly. Between that, yeah. And so, what about uh, the cloud, clouds and the rider? Because of course, the clouds uh, in, in my card specifically, you've got dark and you've got light clouds. And what part of the card you're drawn to? They're mostly to the right of the card, so that could affect the card on the right when we have these card relationships. And on the left, it's the lighter cloud. It's a little bit more misty. It's a bit easier. To see through and of course there's a river running from from the right from the from the dark Actually, side really beautiful because in yeah in a hot day that cloud can save you if you're actually it's on summertime so you, you know there is a protection sometimes and i go there just because sometimes you're trying to try and invest or do something you shouldn't do right now so it's kind of this precaution on that one and the cloud clouds and the rider it's like a hidden message or a code news here that you have been waiting for after a time of uncertainty so whatever it is it's going to come quicker because the rider is not slow it's not a slow card no not really yeah but when the clouds come first it affects that you don't maybe know it's coming it could be a surprise right or it could be right. that you're not sure how it's going to go and and you have to wait Kind of a thing to find yeah, it because you have to take you have to take your time when you're going through a cloud even if you're a car or if you're riding a horse or anything that is up to speed or has a speed of some kind you can only see so far even if it's a nighttime or daytime too so it's a difference on, on circumstances of how you're driving through or riding through that cloud and you've got that 
um, aspects that we've got clouds and the clover. Because of course, because with my deck, so this is different with other decks, the clouds are on the right. If the, if the cloud comes out first, then the clouds are going to neighbour the next card on the on the heavier side. Um, so the clouds and the clover are, are quite an important combination if you're asking about yourself or if you're asking about somebody's personality because they represent negative expectations. Things will turn out better than you expect, better than you hope. A person may be better than you think. But also that reveals if somebody's got negative expectations, if you're thinking about a relationship with them or if you're thinking about working with them, that it's going to be an attitude that you might have to deal with in somebody else or even in yourself, right? If you've got negative expectations, um, it, it, it will change what kind of effort you put into something. Or even if you do, if you think, oh, well, that's just not going to work, the chances of you putting in the appropriate effort are a little bit slim, aren't they? Yeah, because you're going to just give up or be sluggish with your intentions too and you're not going to put everything you want or how you would treat something you expected better to. So if you actually believe that for something to be like, or is going somewhere, so you keep put more effort and energy on it and how you see yourself in future and how you invest your time in that. And that, that brings us to the cloud and the ship um, because, of course, um, when we're looking at that, we are sort of heading to the unknown, aren't we, with the ship? Yeah, because sometimes it could be stormy path forward or... Uh, you know, like you don't know what's going to happen or where's the ships coming in because you can see them till they're there. So it's going to be a bit of delay or something. You don't know if, if, if things are going to work out too. So it's quite, you know. It could also indicate sometimes. I was just going to say, if you're on the boat, if you're on the ship, if it is right. a trip, um, you could expect things to maybe not go so well, so things to come out of the blue, delays. It can be anything, really, if with, with a trip. Um, but they will go wrong before they go right, if you want to think of it that way. You know, they, yeah, they, right. they say that too about weddings, don't they? That if you have a lot of problems at the planning stage or at the wedding stage, that it's indicative of a good marriage, you know? <laughs> it's like yeah, one of those. You know, I mean, it takes time to get it together and kind of, you know. How do you make a bride? feel better tell her that if everything goes wrong now it's not a bad omen right get married anyway <laughs> yeah okay we'll believe that so what about the clouds in the house what about clouds in the house less family family problems lack of thought or planning sometimes insecurity on things because you're not seeing or things are almost like misjudging things or stuff like that so it depends if it's in the house it's something to do with your household or not only with the house as a structure but the family how people get do not get along or not seeing things for what they are really sometimes people take things uh like you know what i mean you don't mean to hurt somebody's feelings but sometimes you do when you don't even know you're doing it at that time so and, and that's actually that. quite telling because in a family situation it becomes quite important because people get caught up in their own stuff, don't they? Like the family they can, can be second to feelings and emotions that you're going through for external reasons that they may not know about. Exactly, or, and they are nothing to, they has nothing to do with the kids or with, yep. with anybody around in your family and you're taking probably you had a bad day at work or you had a bad relationship breaking down and guess who takes it? And that can be the same for them too. They can have stresses and things that you don't know about. So we're still in that zone of you don't know why somebody's behaving the way that they are. And so the more open you are to allowing them to express themselves, probably the better it goes because it can lead to insecurities as well, other insecurities of not being able to trust people around you if they get upset because you're upset kind of thing or, you know, if, 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 if they don't respond very well and you're under pressure, under tension. Um, I think I think we, we've 
got this assumption issue and it's, it's definitely there for all level of relationships. We assume things about other people because it's what okay. we think and the way we think and we really need to stop doing that. You can't be open to what's going on for somebody else if you assume you know you assume okay. that the way you think about something is... people make opinions before they know exactly what's going on with other people or even hearing words from other people how they describe them, the experiences they have but not every, every experience is individual with every person so you don't take that for whatever and make opinions about other people that won't be there so another another telling um combination of the clouds and the tree so the clouds and a tree uh, are one of those profound connections so the clouds have a, a really big impact on other cards when they come out when it comes up first i see that yeah. like i like it, it's quite impactful and so the clouds in the tree uh, will directly um and people ask us about uh, about um Charities a lot, they'll say, does the devil indicate uh, substance abuse? And the answer to that is no. It indicates obsessive behavior, bad habits, no. uh, blaming, but not necessarily on its own is it substance abuse. But the clouds in a tree actually can represent substance abuse, um, a clouded mind, that kind of thing. Right, right. It, it makes sense because, you know, like even if you drank something, you're not as focused as you would, you're more sluggish. Your energy is down, you can't concentrate, you can't read, you can walk properly. It's why they have that walk the line, the breathalyzer kind of thing. <laughs> <My favorite answer. laughs> we don't do that here. We just breathalyze people. I'm, I'm always amazed when I see that. It's like, with we the, have neighbors here. So listen, listen to this. Well, the other day, one of my neighbors stopped to say hi, and all of a sudden, he had this thing. He like, oh, damn it, I had to blow on this thing. He said, just start the car <laughs> I was like, if, if, a, if a cop tried to get me to walk a straight line and I'm straight, I, I would play up, you know. <laughs> I would start dancing or something. Or, or I, I, would, I would go wiggly woggly. It's, it's like one of those things you wouldn't get away with here because we would all just treat it like a joke, you know. And so they just shove a breathalyzer in your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the breathalyzer in your face, and and these you cloud as well. There's the vapor of the breath, but it's not just alcohol; it's any substance, and that can be meds. You know, if a person's struggling with their life, and I had that question this morning about a person who said, you know, his girlfriend would beat him up or get physically violent when she'd been drinking, and then he went on to talk about that she was uh, diagnosed as uh, bipolar disorder, and and I'm like, well, firstly. You know, when, when a person goes along to a doctor and gets a diagnosis like that, the doctor can only go on the information they're given. They're not living with them. They're not exposed to them. In fact, they sh before they make any diagnosis, they should be forced to go into a property and live there for a month and be observed for a whole period of a month or two before any diagnosis is made. Look, I've, I've, I know people that are stoners and they've gone in and they've got antidepressants and I know doctors here will not put you on antidepressants if they know you smoke dope because it's a depressant. So when you start looking at that, you, you start recognising that these are where things get clouded because there's a little bit of truth and a lot of dishonesty or somebody doesn't have all the information and yet they could be required to make quite a big decision or a very impactful decision based on clouded information, partial information. So this card can represent a little bit of dishonesty at times. 
you know, when a person wants what they want. Um, interestingly enough, in that particular situation, the person didn't want the antidepressants. They wanted them to give to the employment agency in our country as a reason for them not being able to work. Is that interesting? So that they could get an unemployment benefit because we pay an unemployment benefit forever. So if you've got a disability, yes, we do. Anybody can apply for it if they're not working and they will get paid every week. But her eyes are gone big like saucers. <laughs> and so it's 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 a reality. Um, but this person wanted to have a disability pension so that they're not forced to go and look for work, which of course unemployment says yeah. you've got to go for X amount of jobs a month and even if you don't get them they'll just keep paying you but you do have to go or you have to yeah, undertake the training. Yeah. Yeah. But if you've got a disability then you don't get that requirement at all. You just have to keep proving that you deserve the disability um, yeah, unemployment. You, say, yes, yeah. you have to go to your doctor and do that's it. So that's that. that's what he was doing. He was going to say Basically, I'm depressed and anxious and I can't work when he was just a stoner, really. So we've got that kind of thing. It's a psychological imbalance for some people as well. That could be like swinging, you know, from depression to, oh, everything's going to be fine. Look, I tell you what, this isn't about a disorder in the way that you think. I see spiritual people doing this all the time. They go, all right, well, my spiritual growth is going to make my life perfect and I'm going to meet a perfect man or a woman and everything's going to be wonderful. And then they go through and do a few classes or a bit of mediumship or whatever. They open their chakras, they do some meditations and then they turn around and they realize, you know, well, something went wrong today. Oh, that means everything's wrong and I've lost my faith and I've lost this and da, da, da. And so they're swinging backwards and forwards. Um, and I hear that quite a bit, that a whole idea that if I get spiritual, my life will be perfect. And then if anything goes wrong, it's some kind of karma or punishment. Is, yeah. So it's, 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 it's extreme thinking. And so that extreme... You hear it all these days. <laughs> I do. So, yes, I do. Um, I, I had a... I, I had a hypnotherapy yesterday and this girl, uh, was, we were talking about relationships and she actually said the words, uh, every man cheats. And I said, well, that's not true. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not true. But it's the extremism that we're talking about. So she wants a partner, but every man cheats. So if you've got that going on, you're never going to create anything. Well, it's a lot of people do that. Yeah, but a lot of people go through those thoughts. Right, yeah. whether whether they think every man is controlling. As soon as they put the word every in front of it, they are incorrect. And so this is that extremism of thinking, the extreme okay. thinking. There's no middle ground. There's no, you know, seventy odd percent of all the guys in the world do not cheat, and yet probably yeah, but, there are some yeah. beautiful marriages out there. How do you think they're made? The people who are loyal to each other. Exactly. Exactly. So, so anytime you put everything or nothing or everyone and no one in front of a statement, you're in this cloud zone here because you have a false idea from the outset. Right. So what about the clouds and the snake then if we move into that? Complications. <laughs> I just like the way you enunciated that. Complications. <laughs> yes. yes. It's so tiring. And sometimes to watch because people can, you know, snaky, sneaky, mm -hmm. they can be <laughs> dishonest with you, wishful thinking, sometimes denial, and then unable to see past false information or obstacles. 
or a facade. It's where a person yeah. or a situation puts up a false front, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes a person will talk themselves up and you want to see that only. So when they talk themselves up, that's, uh, I don't know if you understand that statement, but it's a statement mm -hmm. that means a person is exaggerating their or skills. Yeah. Well, their because skills or the type of personality, you know, trying to say things the way you want to hear it. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and yet you know they're not necessarily being truthful, but you go with it anyway because at that moment you're in the same zone somehow. Um, so the cloud mistake can lead you to those obscured truths. The word is obscured because they're not completely hidden. They're just That's where the denial part comes in. You know, I don't want to see that. I don't want to deal with that. Um, I'd rather have this for the moment, even though I know that that's in there, I'm going to pretend it's not and be horribly shocked in a couple of months when I see the reality of that. Um, I'm going yeah. to believe the lie um, because, or I'm going to be doing it. Um, I, I had a, a friend many years ago who was on dating sites and she did everything that the, other, that the guy wanted. Basically, yes, I can ride bikes and yes, I do this. And she engaged in these whole false sort of lifestyle aspects and it, it was it was kind of crazy, and so the relationships never worked because she was never so herself. Know that. Because people pretend to be something they are not until you have to. Oh, I am a fib, and I am this, and I am that, and then you are with a guy over six months or a year. You don't want to get on the couch and get stuck. And you see the reality, yeah. and we call it, we've got words for that. We say we're seeing of true colors. So if you think of that a little bit like the cloud is clearing, right? And the view is becoming more more clear. Um, a person who talks themselves up we will only lead to disappointment when the other person sees the truth. So there's not a lot of merit in it. So why do they do that? Well, they do that to get the person engaged emotionally before they know who they are really. So they're likely to rush, by the way, everybody listening. If you get the clouds around a relationship, that person's likely to rush. They want to get you engaged before. Uh, and I don't mean married, engaged, engaged in a relationship before you know who they are for real, before you can see who they really are. And that's why, that's the only reason anybody rushes. By the way, girls or boys, that's the only reason. It's not love, it's saying. It's to get in there quick and to get you emotionally dependent as fast as possible because the chances are pretty good that they've had a number of failures in the past as soon as a person finds out who they are. And each time that happens, they run the game a little bit more intensely and a little bit faster um, to make sure that you can't get away if, if, if you like because they're not commodities. So most people, men or women, that are in a balanced emotional mental state would not be interested in them. Certainly not for long. So what about the... Nail that, that coffin. <laughs> I was going to say the clouds in the coffin. Let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, right there, just that. It just flew right into there. Not but, knowing, knowing things are not going to be right, and you know, but doing it anyway and stubborn, stubbornity, you know. Yeah. Inflexibility and ultimatums. Lots of people give people ultimatums. If you do not do this, I'm not like, quite interesting with that. I'm a real dislike for ultimatums, and I dislike when girls do it in particular, oh, and I dislike when guys do it. It's like if you've got to give an ultimatum, your relationship is over. If you have to manipulate somebody, your relationship is over. If you're bargaining your own values to keep a person in your life, your relationship is over, mainly because you're not going to like yourself. 
you're going to sit there and go, this isn't me. I don't like who I am in this relationship. As soon as you're no, saying you're those words, you're not being yourself um, or you're being the self that you don't like, right? That person. Okay. When you don't like who you are in a relationship, it's the wrong relationship and love isn't the core of it. It's not the creator of it. Um, we start with lust. If you don't get past lust, lust, it will end every single time because there's... Yeah, uh, I've said this to a few people and maybe some people that have listened to me before will recognize the statement. You're only spending about an hour at it in any one day. <laughs> and for some people, it's a, an hour a week. And for some people, it's 30 minutes. And then the rest of your life, you've got to put up with the person outside of the stack. <laughs> yeah, behind that. <laughs> exactly. There's a whole lot more going on there. And if they're not a person that you have a kindred spirit developed with, it's done. Done and dusted. Um, what about clouds in the bouquet? Because then we're starting to look at something a little bit more positive. Oh, a little bit more upbeat. Light at the end of the tunnel. We <laughs> got there, finally. We won. <laughs> The fog is lifting right now, or the clouds are lifting. <laughs> yeah. I see them both as the same thing, you know, um, inner knowing that things will be okay. And when, even if it, if it, evidence is not uh, uh, right there this time, so it's just like something coming. It's just like being clear in the assurance of difficult times ending, really. So Yeah, because sometimes we go into situations that are a bit drawn out too and worried about. Um, you could worry about losing your job. You could worry about something going horribly wrong and being, you know, being negative. Um, not having confidence in something working really well. But in the end, it turns out okay. You sort of land on your feet. And it doesn't really matter. I want to explain a little bit there too. Sometimes when you give that type of information to somebody, they'll think, oh, that means if, say, it's a relationship or it's a job, that means that you'll stay in play. But it doesn't actually. Sometimes the best thing is for it to end. And that leaves you open to move on to a new job or a new partnership or a new way of living, a new home, whatever that might be. Um, and so, so the bouquet says the change will benefit you, whatever it is, okay. or staying the same will benefit you, whatever it is. But there's an inner knowing of the right thing to do. And when you've got that inner knowing, if you don't listen to it, you will not like yourself. It's very simple. It's not complicated at all. No. <laughs> it's not complicated I, 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 at all. Mine does that. It doesn't speak um, the clouds and the whip, because we get into some of the more aggressive, difficult things with the cloud in play, and we need to accept in all cards that we have these aspects of our life, and we know that they I got a question, um, was, what was it now? Oh, do you see financial change in seven days for me? Oh, yeah, I do. That's... It's I a weird know. type of question. So do you think about the way you query cards. If you want a good answer, you need to ask a, a, a pretty elegant question, actually. And so when you're asking the right questions, the answers... They already know what they have in seven days because what you work for, you usually get paid forward. Well, here's the thing. It's such a restrictive query. So yeah, yeah, essentially, I mean, somebody doesn't want to say, well, I win the lotto. And at okay. the end of the, end of the day... Um, there's there's absolutely no point in asking a psychic if you're going to win the lotto. That just makes no sense to me. It's an, a, a ridiculous question. And so they couch it in other different ways. But the very fact that they put seven days in disables you from giving them good information that may be over a longer period of time. That's right, because yeah. they only ask for seven days, so you can yeah. go further and you got that. elaborate there. You got that right. 
so so the clouds and um the, the clouds and the birds so again we're into those difficult zones aren't we with the clouds in play and it's not a card you should fear but it's probably a more important card than the tower in in the tarot in the tarot major arcana the tower is like something falling down the inevitability of something we've ignored this the clouds leave you still options right but there are varieties of ways that it becomes a part of and that's the beauty of lenormand with 36 cards and the relationships being more important it becomes very specific when you look at those relationships hmm. so the clouds and the it's, it's interesting so it's that is gossip and misunderstanding, miscommunication, arguments. Because when you're in a cloud and you hear birds, you only hear ding, 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 all the chattering over your head. You don't see anything. It's almost like clouded. People don't know they're talking about at times. It's almost like arguments happening. And sometimes go almost into fights and people getting upset and, you know. And, and in the workplace, this can be quite ratty. You know, it can be quite difficult yeah. in the workplace. Um, if you've got um, people sort of gossiping and, and creating unrest in an office, my advice is always don't engage in it. Don't even go for it. Don't even worry about it. Don't become a part of it because if you do, you're part of the problem. You're not part of anything else going on there. But some people get into that yeah, just to fit true. in, you know, just to fit in or feel like they've got a comrade or whatever and talk about other people that they work with. But the truth is you don't know the people you work with. Not really. It is bad. It's really bad. And, and separating energetically separating what about clouds and the child i quite quite like this one because it's such a common thing for mommy, 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 mommy. <laughs> oh cute i wish i had someone more but anyways i'm stop that <laughs> yeah yeah i i don't think so Cyril. you know it's like good grief I couldn't imagine anything worse. I'm really happy to have the grandchildren one step away from me. Thank you. I love them. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh Let your parent pick you up and be, be dealing with it all. Yeah. So so, so the clouds and the child, though, nagging doubts is, is a thing. That, that, that comes from that innocence, if you like, or that, you know, insecurity, um, lack of... Um, a lack of experience yeah. it could be a lack of experience too you know so did i do yeah, that yeah. right um you know when you first start a new job you quite often have that insecurity don't you you know it's a brand new job right. you're not really sure of the yeah, computer system you don't know what you're doing. exactly you're like you're, you're being nurtured up or raised into a job like almost like trained into it and all that so it's not understanding someone else or yourself sometimes so that's that's the truth too and sometimes when you look at that, that comes from, again, that lack of experience, right? It, it, it's, right. You can't have wisdom and, and knowledge if you've never experienced something. So somebody going through difficulties uh, and you don't understand where they're coming from, there's the clouds right there, you know, um, and mm -hmm. you don't know how to respond to that. It can be a problem with the younger person, in fact, you know. Mm -hmm. So if you're a parent and you pick up the clouds and the child, then it could mean that you don't really know what's going on for them. No, Sorry. because you do, we don't. We have to kind of go into their level to understand, or you have to listen really to so they can talk and stuff like that. So it's right. important to. And and it's easy for things to go from bad to again. worse and not know why or okay. how it got that way. Um, quite a big deal. The clouds and the fox. Well, this is going to be our last one because we're nearly finished. Foxy, but the... <laughs> foxy can be manipulation sometimes. 
instructions about reasoning our purpose or unclear motivations because that fox wants to go get your meat <laughs> your chickens or anything like that so watch it kind of always wants something that you're not willing to give well the fox can be around being clever and being um it can have positive connotations it can be being resourceful um it can be around work and a person who's capable in many different ways you know or it can be a person who can make a feast out of nothing kind of thing right so they know how to take advantage of opportunities but with the clouds then it becomes the negative side of the fox and again that's why we like these relationships we can explore the positive sides with certain relationships and then with other sides we see the negative between the two of those um unclear uh, instruction without reasoning or purpose actually in the workplace that's also can be a real problem a person isn't always able to tell you why you need to do what you want i was the worst kid at maths at school like absolutely terrible at maths i can count and do all the basic stuff but that's not what they wanted you to do at school they wanted you to do these big long you know divide division they wanted you to do algebra and i never understood it and so it it was terrible and i never understood it it wasn't until i got to high school that they put me into a special class to develop my math ability by the way everything else was just fine but they did that and they said well we changed the decimal system when i was in standard four okay so i was like nine. Oh, so you got lost from that yeah and they said the actual teaching dropped a lot of kids by the by the actual change from imperial to decimal systems and it's like well that didn't help me then but what you've got there is exactly that the instructional the teaching didn't understand itself and so as as a as a student then i can understand that's the same in the spiritual world right if you're trying to teach somebody about energy work if you're trying to teach somebody about self-development or personal development you need to understand why they need to be doing what they, they need to do or what the results might be or how that process will play out for them and if they don't understand that then they're not going to learn it and they'll keep going at it for years sometimes and then finally they'll go oh i mustn't have been ready to understand it and i'm like i'm not a proponent for that it means your teacher didn't teach you correctly it's that simple it's our job as a teacher to teach you the way that you can learn and understand it and if necessary find the teacher that can do that for you because they they understand the whole process they they get it right and so they can quickly see what you're not getting explain it very well so how often have you had somebody try how how often have you tried to have had somebody trying to tell you to do something and they haven't explained it very well so you hash it up and then they come back and they tell you you didn't do it well you know make you feel bad i know the whole time it, it's just one of those things when you first moved to canada really bad like that. yeah when you first moved yeah. to canada it would have been a problem because of language right and so you needed somebody who could show you correctly how to do things not just tell you but the biggest outflow of that kind of energy is often that they turn around and, and it make they use it to make you feel less of a person because you didn't learn something. I had a I had a a friend many moons ago and she was learning meditation and she came to me and she said, you know, I go to this meditation class and she said I keep sort of popping out during the meditation. Um and she said I keep getting the feeling that I might draw or dribble dribble. And she said, so I just yeah. sort of keep coming out. And she said, my teacher told me that I would never be able to meditate, that I just didn't have it in me. And bad teacher. teacher, right there, yes, moved right along. Never tell people that it's not even true. She she yeah. just she wasn't she wasn't teaching her students how to meditate well. 
and when she had a problem, if they weren't cruising on their own and just using her voice, if they weren't having a problem, she wasn't able to address that problem and explain to them either why they're having it or a new way to move past it. And that's all she did was she made her student feel bad in front of all the other students as well. So we need to need to be very aware of that when these cards come into play. And our show is over. I was going to say, be responsible with your words, teachers. There you go. Well done and well said. Be responsible yeah. with your words. Be clear and concise. Yeah. Be open. Yeah. trusting you. Exactly. They're trusting you. And that's our show for today. And ciao for now. Thank you, Jita. in there. That's so funny. Thank you.